surprise. Players, welcome. Uh, welcome to Sports Plus Life podcast episode number 140. No, what's it 147. I'm jumping way ahead of myself. Episode number 47 of the Sports Plus Life podcast. The Andre Kirilenko episode of uh, the Sports Plus Life podcast. You guys remember that? AK-47. Um, I think it was like Lithuanian or Ukrainian. He was from he was from somewhere around that area. But he looked like Drago from Rocky 3, is it? 4. Rocky 4. Um, you guys remember Drago? If he dies, he dies. That's what he looked like, man. He was a bad dude. Smooth, man. Smooth shooter. Um, but, um, yeah, welcome, uh, three more episodes to go until episode number 50, which is pretty big milestone for me. I didn't think I'd get to 10, let alone 50, but here we are. We're getting there. We're going to be there. Um, I've already slated the date. So you guys got to hold me accountable to that. June 4th is the day that I'll record and hopefully up, upload the podcast. So, um, June 4th, look out for episode number 50 and, um, you know, a bunch of different stuff to get to today. Not a bunch of different stuff, but just a bunch of other stuff because sports are slowly starting to come back. Uh, UFC obviously had three big events last week. We're going to talk about the latest one, um, which we're ready to talk about the other two. Um, and then also um, talk a little bit of the, about the last dance, hopefully. And then Undertaker document kind of has his own last dance as well. Uh, Undertaker has, you guys don't know what Undertaker is. Undertaker being the WWE superstar who probably is on the Mount Rushmore of a lot of people's lists. Um, well, t- you know, one of the you know, the top dogs, big guys. I haven't really changed, you know, has been a mainstay in WWE for 30 years. Um, talk about that. Also, um, Bundesliga came back this weekend too, which is really, really big. It was really, really huge. Very competitive. Not really. If you take if you're a Borussia Dortmund, I got to go back and check because I couldn't see all of them. Couldn't keep up. My head was spinning. There was too much shit going on on Saturday, which is a good thing for me. I just stay busy, man, or I'll go crazy around this time. This time we got going on. Um, and then, but let's see here. Fight announcements. I can get to that right away. Um, Gilberto Burns will fight. Uh, I forgot his name. He hasn't fought in so long. Tywin Woodley. Um. I think May 30th, which is like a week and a half away, I think is what it says. Let me take a look here, man, because uh, Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley isn't even the first Tyrone that pops up, which is kind of weird. Um, May 30th, so it's like 10 days away. It's a pretty quick turnaround for me. I'm sure. Well, he was part of that April, you know, the April card that's supposed to fight. So he's been at camp for a while. Um, he was supposed to fight. Shit. Who was he supposed to fight? Um, was it Gastelum? No, it wasn't Gastelum. I think it was Gastelum. Tyrone Woodley. Let me take a look here. Let me see if it'll show here. It's bothering me now that I don't know. Darren Till, who he beat. He beat Darren Till not too long ago. Beat the brakes off of him, if you remember that. Lost to Kamara Usman. Who the hell was he supposed to fight? Um, This is going to bother me. Guys, everyone chill. Chill for a sec. We're going to figure this out right now. We ain't leaving until we figure out um, who he was supposed to fight. Um, 
He's been rapping a lot too, apparently. <laughs> Tyron Willie's been rapping grips. Uh, who was he supposed to fight? Post dude. Did you hear that? Post to fight. Let's take a look here. Supposed to fight. This is going to bother me, man, if I don't figure out. Leon Edwards, that's who it was. Damn, that sucks for Leon. That would have been a good fight. That would have been a really, really good fight. Leon Edwards um, from the UK. And it sucks right now because, especially for international fighters, if you're not based in the United States, like it's hard for you to get over here and fight. Um, so, I mean, there was a lot of international fighters, but a lot of them are based in the United States. Um, Darren Till obviously wasn't able to. You got Leon Edwards. Darren Till was supposed to fill in against, I think, for Tyrone Woodley, I think, against Tyrone Woodley, if I'm not mistaken. That was supposed to fight this. It was something like that. I can't remember what it was. Um, but now um, Tyrone Woodley will be facing um, Gilberto, Gilberto Burns, um, which could be a really, really tough fight. Um, we'll definitely talk about that when it comes up. Gilberto Burns. I can't even say his name. Gilberto. Gilberto Burns. Um, he can fight, man. He's a well-rounded stand. He's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, we'll keep our eye on that. But, yeah, there's, uh, there's a fight announcement. There's a couple more fight announcements. Sounds like So it sounds like they're going to have an event next week, um, the 30th. And then it sounds like I think they're, uh, they're going to have one the 6th, June 6th. And then they are going to have one June 13th and 20th, I believe. Um, is what I've been seeing. So they're stacking it up every week from here on out. Looks like after this weekend, looks like there'll be there's gonna be a fight card. So I'm a little excited, man. That's my favorite sport. I like fighting. Um, I, I, don't, I can't explain it. I just like. <laughs> I don't know if it's not the competitive people just hitting each other is pretty funny. Um, I used to like me and my friend Mo would like stay out after the bars just to watch fights. Like we'd just be like. There's like a spot in downtown Fort Collins where you could just sit and you could see everything. I'm like, oh shit, look, 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 they're fighting. Oh, dude, I saw one guy get clipped hard. Not even clipped, it was a straight sucker punch. He, I guess he disrespected his wife and he KO'd him so bad. Right in front of me, I was like, oh my God, this guy's dead. I was an accessory. I don't know if he got, dude, he got hit hard. I got to fight him for Collins once. It's like, what it is man i don't like getting into fights like you I like i you can look at me like i'm you know i'm 6'2 i'm like 260 but i'm not like lebron's 260 you know i'm like a lot of blubber tortillas and <clears throat> yeah, i don't know but, you know, like it's really funny because that day my friend was like you look at us like who's gonna mess with us look how big we are um apparently eight dudes are gonna mess with us i held my own don't get twisted i held my own I left with a couple bumps, maybe just a little bit of bloody nose, but they had to drag away two of their friends. Just keep thinking about that, right? I didn't drag away any of my friends because none of them jumped in, except for my cousin. Story I'll tell somewhere, and a lot of you guys might know, I'll tell it somewhere down the road. Um, Yeah, so a bunch of fights coming up. I don't know what's going to happen, man. I don't know. Like, who, like, a lot of these, a lot of people are, I think, I don't know, the you know, first three cards, amazing. Uh, which we're going to get to here in a second, the last one. Um, people have maybe stepped up. They're like, I want to fight. We're going to fight. And it's pretty crazy. I think the UFC has done a great job, especially in the last three cards with, let's say, like 30, 40 fights maybe. 30, 
like 30 some bring me 30 fights um and what 60 fighters or something like that if we do the math right correctly two yeah two times three 30 um only out of all that you because they're doing a lot of testing so they test everybody every event so if you're the staff the coaching staff the uh, fighters obviously dana white's getting tested he's gotten tested three times he's recorded all of them um they um they've only had those three positive k which came from the same camp um so jack ray souls and two of his coaches um got covid or tested positive for covid19 now this was kind of a, a topic of discussion um on was one of my favorite shows last week tonight um, about testing and stuff like that for people like WWE, Florida in general, um, bringing sports back. Um, but I think I hats off to the UFC for doing what they've been doing for one, trying to bring us fights, trying to give us, you know, a break from the monotony. Like I've said before, break from the craziness, just something to distract us, which it does 4 30 PM. My time I'm sitting in front of the, I'm sitting in front of the TV and I'm watching all the fights except for when I go off to go get food. But I'm watching all of them. And um you know, it just it just is I something I need especially. I think what a lot of people just need is a distraction. And it is just a welcome distraction. All these fights and P, you know, shout out to these fighters. These fight, a lot of these fighters, you know, not only are they risking their head, you know, they're, you know, catching something they don't want to catch, but they're also they're also um what the hell just happened to my voice right there they are also um you know taking years off their life i mean you take a look at someone like the fight before like last week francis Ngannou knocking out rose and cold i mean come on bro i mean just stuff like that you know that's what they're risking in general but that's what they signed up for and um you know shout out to them for doing just Going through all the paces, going through all the motions, giving us something, entertaining us, giving us a, a welcome distraction. Um, but this week was a good distraction. I, um, what was I doing? So I, I tried to watch as much as possible. I was at my friend's house. Um, he invited me over for carne asada. Social distance. Don't worry about it. Um, I had to get out of the house. Man, it was going crazy. I needed some carne asada. He makes good food. So I had to go. Shout out to my boy Juan. Um, but I tried to watch most of the fights. I um I saw the Marlon Vera Marlo Chito Vera versus Son Yadong. Now Yadong was supposed was might have got been almost got scratched. And um you had someone like uh, Uriah Faber who was coaching him almost fill in. He weighed in, he's like, This is what I'm weighing, this is what we're gonna fight at. And he almost had to fill in. Oh shit, is it knocked the mic over? Um But he didn't have to, thank God. Song came in and I thought Marlon Vera won that fight. I had to go back and rewatch it. Um, overall consensus, Marlon Vera won that fight. There's kind of a theme here. Why well, I started with that one? Because that was very, that's probably one of the most controversial ones out of all of them. Um, Marlon Vera, I think definitely probably won that fight. I had to go back and check and see because uh, I like to go back and look at fights, score fights. One of the fights I had to go back and look, and I I sat there and I wrote down my scores after every one was the Forrest Griffin versus uh, Rampage Jackson fight. Uh, I squeaked it out for uh, Forrest Griffin, but you guys want to talk look at controversy? Go ahead and check that one out. Um, 
the there is also another fight. Angela Hill. You guys know Angela Hill fights every weekend. Angela fights every weekend. Hill, um, not Angela Overkill Hill. Um, fought Claudia Godella, which I, I watched the fight. And I I thought Godella won two out of three, three two out of three rounds. Um, but they gave it to Godella, and it's just judge. It comes down to judges, and you just never leave it in the hands of the judges. You just don't. You have to finish the fight because you never know what you're going to get. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, it's because this is the ongoing issue with the referees is that a lot of them don't know the sport. A lot of these guys just strictly know boxing. They are hired by the commission, the state commission, that, that state of so Florida, state athletic commission. Um, they're not hired by the UFC. If the UFC were doing the hiring, then we'd be something different. The reason why it is that way is because back in the day, when they had to legalize MMA, they thought it was just chicken fighting. They had to legalize it, so they had to make it part of the whole athletic commission, boxing commission. So a lot of this, a lot of the rules, a lot of this stuff is based off of boxing. So they're outdated now, especially with the way sports in general are going. If you guys ever listen to, to my, me talk, every there's a lot of more athletes, a lot more athletes, not just straight fighters. A lot of athletes are going to do are very well rounded. that could do a little bit of everything. Um, that's why you're always mentioned. And Dana White used to do this. We used to do vlogs where they would follow him for the weekend during fights or the week during fights. And he would always say, before the fights, never leave it to the judges. Because you never know what's going to happen. Um, and that's kind of what you were looking at. Except for the Nate Landwehr versus Darren Elkins fight. Darren Elkins, man, I don't know what the guy's made of. You just can't put that dude away. Uh, Wilder won by decision, dude. He was. If you guys are there's pictures of circulating circulating around Instagram or just the internet in general. Darren Elkins getting punched in the face and he just has blood, and blood coming off, sweat coming off. He's getting punched. Um, Nate Landwehr, man, tough dude. But Darren Elkins showed he's tough as hell. I don't know. Do you want to talk about someone who's taking years off their their uh, their life? Um, Darren Elkins, let me see if I can pull it up. Darren Elkins had a fight, and I'm trying to think of who it was with. Um, let me try to, f- it's down here. It's here somewhere, hold on. Um, I thought it was here. Let me click this here real quick. Darren Elkins had a fight. He had to come back and actually win the fight, and the fact that he came back and won was amazing. Um, where's it at? Where's it at? Um, no, not that one. No, not that one. Um, I, I got to bring it up because I'm not, he, um, damn, he lost to Volkanowski by decision. Elkins versus Johnson. Wasn't that one. Was it 16? Was it that far back? Yep. It was Bechtick versus Elkins. Um, you guys got to watch that. I just know what, you guys got to go back and watch that. 2017, March 4th, 2017. So over three years ago. Um, one of the best comebacks you've ever seen. You just have to check it out. I'm pretty sure that's the one it is. Just go watch Elkins fights in general. Um, the guy, the guy just loves to fight. He just loves to fight. Um, he, uh, he's a tough dude. Tough, tough dude. What is this? There's no fight on this one. Llamas versus Elkins. Were they supposed to fight and never fought? Looks like it. Um, that'd have been a cool fight. But yeah. You have to just can't leave it up to the judges. If not, you just got to go out there banging. Um, and hopefully you land something like someone like these two. 
like something like these two guys um you know it's just tough you know Jesus God it's just I know something that definitely has to be changed in a time like this yeah you just don't see change happening unfortunately is what it is man it just sucks I mean there's a lot to do to get these type of things to change to get the ruling change it's not just something that happens overnight um it goes state by state so I think a lot of people have universal rules a lot of people actually add in their own rules I think in Florida is one of those places where you can actually use the replay you could only use it if you have to use the replay then that means the fight's over um is is kind of I think what the rule was I think in Florida there's a couple other I want to say out Washington maybe Northwest something like that I can't remember but and then also other places like for example I think Ohio outlaws foot stumps where you can stomp on the other person's foot or feet and um yeah it's just, it's just weird it's, dip, dip, it's universal but there's like different things that you can't do in different states so I just think everyone needs to get on the same board I think they need to train former fighters as referees and judges um I think that they need to train people in just MMA in general. If you're going to have these people, you know, a lot of these people don't even watch the damn fights. You could take a look. I don't know which fight it was. It was before the pandemic. You could see Joe Rogan yelling, this guy's not even watching the fight. He's not even watching the fight, calling him out on TV. Um, it's just a bad look, you know, and it, it, things like that need to be changed. But it is what it is. You also, I mean, some of that falls on the fighter too. You got to do your part. You got to do your part. You can't let it get too close. So, like I said, once again, it takes a village. It takes a village to do all this type of shit. And hopefully, the village gets its head out of its booty. Um, but, anyways, um, a couple songs that, a couple other fights that I did watch. Edson Barbosa versus Dan Ig is another one. I thought Edson Barbosa won that fight. Dan Ig, Dan Ig, Dan Ig, Ig Ig, I think. Very, un very undersized compared to Barbosa, who cut down to 145 from usually 155. I'm sure he's fought at 170. Um, but he made the cut. He made the weight. And, um, dude, the fact that I they were both were beating each other up pretty good. I thought it was a really, really good fight. I thought Edson Barbosa won most of the exchanges. But I did not back down. That dude's a tough, tough dude. Um, he's called out some tough to top dudes, and I want to watch him fight again. Um, that's one guy you guys need to look out for. Dan I D A N last name I G E from Australia. I think it's New Zealand or some shit like that, but he's tough. I mean, it, that definitely was close, but I thought it's a Barbosa won the fight, but that's just, uh, it's puppy. It's just me. Hey eh, puppy. I don't know. Hey, like go like this, throw my hands up. I don't know. It's up to you. Um, on the undercard bouncing around Matt Brown versus Miguel Baeza. Violent, man. They were hitting each other that first round. Tough, tough hits, too. And, um, you know, the, the crazy thing about it, I was watching Matt Brown. I was like, this does not look like Matt Brown that I know. 39 years old, older fighter. He looked very slow. But he caught Biesa, um, um, dropped him. And, you know, I think in the dropped him against the cage. Like, buckled him, didn't drop him. But then Matt Brown also got dropped at the end of the first round. Ended up getting dropped down in the first 20 seconds of the second round. Ended up losing the fight. So lost by uh, uh, Matt Brown. Lost by KO. TKO. Whatever you want to call it. Tough, man. Just. I don't know, man. If I ever see a guy. And, like, they have cauliflower ears. And you could tell they have, like, that defined chin. I ain't fucking with them, dude. I don't care what they've done. Like, I know better. You know. Especially when his name's, like, B Biesa. 
Miguel Baeza. So that's very Mexican and Brazilian. So you know his stuff. Just, you know, just observation. Matt Brown, you look very slow, man. That was crazy. Um, but still brought the fight. He said he still wants to fight. You get, let him fight, man. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, it's just, just kind of the same thing as Tony Ferguson. You know, could you let it go on long? Tony Ty, you know, Tyson versus Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would advise Matt Brown to stay on re- retired, but hey, that's his body, his choice. And if he can still go and he's still show, you know, not showing signs of you know CTE or any of that type of stuff, that's it. It's up to him. I wouldn't, puppy. Stay home in Ohio. By the way, was it Ohio, Wisconsin? Wisconsin lifted a stay-at-home order. I wonder how they're doing. Anyways, um, what else? Kevin Hernandez, Kevin Holiday, be a holiday, holiday be Anthony Hernandez banged. That was a tough fight. I think it was a knee to the grill, if I remember right. Um, and then. <clears throat> Rodrigo Nascimento Ferreira versus Dontel Mays. Uh, Ferreira won by, uh, I think it was Anaconda Choker. It was a, oh, Rear Naked Choke. Um, yeah, I mean, great overall decent fights. Try to keep up I, um, on my phone. Um, trying to be as social as possible. Um, ultimately, I did catch the main event. Um which is Walt Harris was Overeem. Same thing as, I want to say same thing, kind of same thing as Walt Harris was over as the uh, Matt Brown versus Baeza fight where they were hitting each other. But in this case, it was kind of a little bit different. Uh, Walt Harris knocked Overeem down and kept hitting him. The props to the referee. I think it was Dan Mergliotic didn't see who was refereeing. Um, <clears throat> but I thought the fight was going to be stopped. I think it was Mergliotta, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or Herb Dean. But the fight, I thought the fight was going to get stopped. He was eating a lot of shots, but he's still continuing to fight. He's still continuing to fight. He was getting, he was still kind of moving around. He was getting hit, but he's still showing fight that he was defending and still moving and trying to get out of the bad position. Ended up taking down Walt Harris over him did. And then finishing the round on top with a lot of grappling, a lot of strikes of his own. So the first round was very, very split, almost down the middle. Um, and then the second round, man, it was just one of those things where you, you got taken down. While Harris kind of punched himself out in the first round and over him finished the fight <clears throat> um, with strikes while on top. So tough for it's, it's you know, it's bittersweet for someone like Overeem. Overeem's been training a long time, got his fight canceled, um, got off that bad loss to Rovers and Strook, um, got his fight canceled to now, you know, fighting again um, and winning and getting off that bad track. Um, also for Walt Harris, because we, you know, you guys heard me tell a story. Walt Harris, um, his daughter was murdered back in October, November. Um, they were supposed to fight back then, and um, you know, fight got canceled. They rescheduled it for this one, and he takes a loss coming back. You know, after what he's been through, probably you know minute, not you know, compared to what he's been to, but still rough. Um, he did mention, you know, his daughter did tell him to come back and fight. Saw it in, you know, God, you know, I don't know how that, you know, very spiritual dude, but <clears throat> you got to feel for him, man. You just got to feel for Walt Harris. He'll be back. I think he'll be back in a big ticket, man. Six, five, like two fifty, two sixty. That's what I want to be. That's the type of two sixty I want to be is that dude right there. He's tall, big. Dude. I don't know if I ever told you guys, but growing up, I always wanted to be like a brown Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys? That? I don't know if I ever told you that. 
275 is what I always wanted to be chiseled, but I'm only yeah, I think I've told you guys this, but I'm only six two and not a chiseled two fifty or two sixty, whatever I am. I don't know what it is. Doesn't matter. Besides the point. Overall, what you can take away from the fight is Overeem's back. Never leave it to the hands of the judges. And then um make sure the first fight you ever watch is not a Darren Elkins fight, because you'll get scared right away. You'll be very scared. Um, that was it, man. So hopefully, yeah. So more UFC to come. Definitely, don't know if there's gonna be like the Fight Islands ready, or if the rest of these fights coming up are gonna be all in Jacksonville in the same area. Um, maybe they even look at Wisconsin. Maybe there's gonna be Arizona. I think Arizona is another card. Is there another state they're thinking about going to as well? Um, so when I know, you know. More than likely, you guys already knew about the, you know, I'm a little late, but it's okay. Today is uh, May 20th. I'll hopefully upload this tonight on audio and tomorrow morning on YouTube. So keep your eye out. Episode number 47 of the Sports Plus Live Podcast. Not 147, 47. Um, but yeah, this last weekend, the last dance ended. So the last, the 10 part series, which I split up into five weekends, two episodes each night. The award-winning, it's going to be award-winning, everything, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, the, you know, you could even, you could, win, you could win an Oscar. Can you win an Oscar? I think you can for Best Documentary. I think they're they're going to do it. And the Tony and the whatever. Um, Nickelodeon, they're going to win one of those blimps. They're going to win uh, Moon Man, um, Webby. They're going to win it all, man. They're just going to win it all. That was an amazing, amazing show. Very well put. Um, but what bothered me this week? Can't remember the dude's name. He's a big dude. Follows LeBron. Been following LeBron James since in high school, um, from Ohio, and he said that part and part of him thinks that I don't know if it's him. I can't remember the quote. Part of him thinks that he Mike Jordan put this documentary out because he felt the crown was being taken away from him. What? Who? Who was going to take it away from him? If anybody was going to take that crown. It was Kobe Bryant. But who? LeBron? LeBron was going to take the crown? LeBron with three rings on four different teams? If you count the Cavs twice? LeBron? Get out of here, player. Don't be coming at me with that shit. Listen, man. If this proved anything, there was no debate who the if, you know, if, if, and I mean, someone even mentioned Mike Greenberg, who I watch every morning, responded. To, it was an Instagram post that I saw. Responded and said, "Proof is in the pudding," or something like that. That Michael Jordan is the ultimate competitor, and the sheep has been slain. If that's the case, if and that's a huge if, if that's the case, this just put LeBron James lower on the totem pole. And ESPN used to be the worldwide leader in sports. They're not, if you notice, they're not the worldwide leader in sports anymore. They're not called the worldwide leader in sports anymore. They're losing credibility. And one, something like that, something stupid like that. Two, Stephen A. Smith. Three, they put Kobe Bryant, the professionals or whatever you call them over there, put Kobe Bryant. Number nine, best all-time NBA player. I can't. 
we're you're supposed to be nice. We have a pandemic. You know, I'm supposed to be nice here. And, you know, be like, oh, yeah, I guess you're doing a good job. I'm supposed to, but I can't be nice. You guys are it's stupid. All that is stupid. If this proved anything, the last dance proved Michael Jordan is the best player, probably the best athlete, hands down. That's why he's called the GOAT. That is why he has $2 billion. Because what I said last time, I think, I don't remember if I told you guys. If you guys, I think it was on the Baby Podcast episode 8, Baby Cup, Baby Podcast 8, which is the last one I just put out. Pablo Torre put out and said, If you want to be like Mike, I would strive to be something more. What the f- what does that mean? An ultimate competitor. I would love my kid to be ultimate competitor. I want him to be the... If I ever had a kid, I want him to be the top of the top. I want him to work for it. Michael Jordan worked for everything he got. It wasn't given to him. He didn't change teams. He brought two of his best buddies over. And was like, hey, let's go let's go do this. And He didn't do that. He sat there. You know, if anything, probably the one few people he actually... Re- ever recruited was probably Dennis Rodman rightfully so but he was missing there's pieces missing that he that they knew they needed to fill and it wasn't like well there's you know this team's missing a lot of stuff you know what I'm gonna leave I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach um that bothers the shit out of me but if anything he worked for everything got in league in 1984 was at back then was still probably known as the best player in in the country then at North Carolina. Um, even out of high school, out of high school where he got cut from the his sophomore year from the basketball team, and then junior and senior year came back, and then he was known as the best player in the country per Roy Williams. Then Roy Williams, assistant at UNC, um, goes out there and helps him coach Michael Jordan, and he still sees one of the best players ever. Worked for it. Won a title. Um, gets drafted in 1984. Um, doesn't do a lot of play. You know, plays very well. Gets hurt 85. Um, it still shows out in the 85 playoffs. They make the eight seed shows out. So, it shows out against the, the Boston Celtics, I believe. Well, he scored like 69 points, 60. Something, something crazy like that. Um, as a second-year player. Injured, by the way. Does more in 14 minutes than a lot of you guys do in 48 minutes. Plays better sick in 44 minutes than a lot of the other guys do healthy in 48 minutes. If anything, Michael Jordan has worked for everything. Didn't get his first title to 1991. Why? Got beat two years in a row by the Pistons, realized he needed to make a change, started lifting, started getting better, made everyone else lift. Everything else rubbed off on everyone. You know, everyone else got rubbed off on him. Um... Work ethic got exceeded. So instead of like picking up and leaving, he said, guys, we're going to get better here. And this is how we're going to do it. An ultimate competitor making everyone else better. That's what he was trying to do. He did it in a different way. It was an old school way. And as, and I'll always say this again, this league has gotten softer, very soft is officiated softly. The players are soft. I've never seen Michael Jordan sit there and flop and do this shit. Like LeBron James does. It just makes me sick. Why would you say that? Why would someone like Pablo Torre say, um, yeah, strive to be more than Michael Jordan? Six-time championships, two different three-peats, multiple MVP awards, defensive player of the award, gold medal, best shoe, best-selling shoe 
best-selling shoes, plural, billionaire. Um, I would love to be Mike. I would love to be Mike right now in a pandemic. I would want that money. So when you're saying try to be more than Michael Jordan, sure. I I want to be Bill Gates. I don't know the hell you t- I don't know what's more than Michael Jordan. Guy lived out his dream, played basketball, played baseball. You know? So played basketball, played baseball, able to provide for his kids, their kids, and the kids after that. Um able, you know, bets on himself, has all this confidence in himself, works hard. I mean, shit, what else do you want? I want that. I wish I had that work ethic or else this, well, I wouldn't be talking about episode number 47. I'd be talking about episode number 247 because this would have been together three years ago, four years ago. You know, when I had the idea, I started it October 11, 2019. So I want that work ethic. I want to be like Mike. And, um, I said, this in the baby podcast. Let's have that Mike mentality. Let's have that MJ mentality, that winning mentality, that competitiveness. We can get out of this stupid fucking hole we're in, this stupid pandemic. We just have, we just don't have the mentality. This is all it comes down to. We don't have the mentality. I want that. I want to be like Mike. Fucking pop. What is that? I got to look it up. God damn it. Hold on. Everyone show. I'm going to look up that dude's name. I want to oust him right now. I want to make sure that I'm not saying something out of pocket here. Give me a second here. Oh, can I log in? Here we go. Oh, no, no. Um, the hell was it? Was it Sports Center? There we go. Was it Sports Center? Let me see here. Or was it ESPN? Uh, no. Maybe ESPN. ESPN. Let me take a look here. This is gonna bother the shit out of me. I just lose my. Um, hey, someone else too. Channing Fry said something stupid too. He said something like, "Oh well, his only job was Michael Jordan's job was only to score." Yeah, that was probably was his only job, but he did a whole lot better than that. A whole lot better than Channing Fry. Fuck out of here. Who the fuck is Channing Fry? What did he do? Did he did he win championship? Was he in Cleveland when they won championship? I don't remember. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Brian Windhorse. I do think part of the reason Jordan said yes to this documentary after LeBron won that title was because maybe for the first time there was possibly a threat to the throne. I want to be like Mike. That's how I'm going to end that. I want to be like Mike. So from here on out, we're all going to be like Mike. Okay. Ulti- all but the ultimate competitor. We're going to work hard, we're going to work out our skinny arms and, uh, we're going to sell our shoes. This is what is workout. This is what, what the hell the Channing Friday dude. Okay. Now, now here we are. Uncle Edgar's getting started here. What the fuck does stupid Channing Fry say? Okay. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Yahoo Sports. Channing Fry clarifies Michael Jordan comment. Oh, so now someone's trying to recant here. Give me a second here. 
Um, let's read this article. 13-year NBA veteran, veteran Channing Fry made a bold claim on last Friday's Trailblazers podcast, and people are still talking about it. On the podcast at NBC Sports Northwest, Fry stated this stated his reasoning for why he wasn't Michael Jordan fan growing up and why he believes that his former teammate, LeBron James, is higher on the GOAT list. Fry also made this comment that had many talking. He only had, he quote, he only had really one job, and that was to just score. And he did that at an amazing, amazing rate. But I don't feel like his way of winning then would translate to what it is now. Guys wouldn't want to play with him. Since those remarks, Channing hasn't backed down, but he has received a lot of hate along the way. Twitter sending me crazy DMs. This is what he tweeted. Uh, Twitter sending me crazy DMs about my dead parents over Jordan take comes from different place of hate outside of sports. I agree with him. There's no fucking reason to wish death on him and then talk shit about his dead parents. There's no reason for that. But I understand the, I understand the, uh, the anger. Let me take a look here. Fry clarified his stance saying that he views LeBron and Jordan as 1A and 1B. Yeah, right. Um, my personal opinion right now is that for me growing up, I felt like Jordan was the originator of everything that we have now. Of course he was. I was always tall. For me, I looked up to players that were like me, right? I respect him. And for me, he's either 1A or 1B. So now he's either 1A or 1B. Um, always in the discussion, but if we were talking about players that I have played against, that I have seen, that I have physically gone to battle against, it would have to start with guys like LeBron, like Kobe, Channing Fry on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Broussard and Parker then stopped Channing Fry there because they felt he was backing down from his regular comments. That's what I'm saying. Stick with it, man. Then all this, what this, this wrong with these dudes nowadays? They like to change their shit up. Like, oh well, this is what I meant. Fuck out of here. Listen, man. There's not. There's no more debating. There's no more. You know. Oh, this guy's goat because of this. No, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. He is the best, most hardest working, best back basketball player ever. That's it. You can't tell me otherwise, especially after seeing that document. The fuck, are we talking? Okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with the idiots. I can't. I can't deal with it. Dude, he was ultimate competitor. He was mad. Yeah, he would get mad. He wanted to fucking win. Just like Kobe. You saw Kobe calling everyone soft as Charmin. No one said shit about Kobe. Channing Fry ain't saying that shit about Kobe. He's the same shit. Just because LeBron James is going to hold your hand and hold your balls to show you where to position yourself on a block, you know, how to set a pick. It's just different, man. These are grown men. LeBron James is top five, if that, on my list. Say what what you want with it. Three different championships. With four different teams. Michael Jordan with one. Worked. That's a GOAT. That's what GOATs do. Work. He worked. That's it. Enough. Enough about all that. Um, I'm get riled up here. (laughs) Just stupid. Just stupid shit. And the proof is in the pudding. Um, Premier League is coming back. I'm definitely shift the gears here. Uh, Premier League is coming back. Um, I think they're looking for a target next month, like the 20th or something like that. So they started training actually today or yesterday in small groups. So they started training. Um, 
Yeah, you get different views here. You get, I mean, you got someone like, we get a lot of, for the most part, so they did conduct tests and they came back, six of them came positive. And I know for a fact that two of them, one, three of them came from the same club. Um, a Watford player and two Watford um, front office. So right there, I mean, it's not the one player. I don't know where the other three came from. I, I don't want to take a look because I've taken a little much time. Look, I'm gonna look. I don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I'm gonna go look. Um, Premier League. Miss here. Six positive tests. Let's see what CBS Sports says. Um, take a look here. So six out of 748 tests came back positive. Those who test positive required to self. Uh, who is it? We're not. Wofford to remove Monday. They had ordered to team Tuesday. Doesn't say who it was, but it did say one player. Let me see. It was. Uh, the league has not made the names of the six individuals public. But Burnley did confirm assistant coach Ian Wone is one of them. Wofford said three members of the club contracted the virus, included one unidentified player. It's worth noting that this is not the first time we've seen Premier League member test positive. So, right there you see three. Um, so, four. One player and three staff. So, I don't know. Take with that what you will. Um, but you're still kind of, you're kind of like, kind of, kind of mirroring the numbers in general around the world. Um, that only 0.058 of people are getting, contracting it. Um, so, We'll see. Bundesliga did come back this weekend with no fans. Very weird. You're not supposed to hug your player, your teammates after you score, but you can sit there and hold each other, the opposing player when you're fighting. I don't get it. Um, I don't get that, but um, let me take a look. I only watched one game because busy weekend. Busy weekend for Uncle Edgar. Um, God damn it. That whole Michael Jordan thing got me riled up. That is so stupid. ESPN is so... And they put something else. I'm not going there. We'll talk about it next time. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about it. Uh, where's it at here? Bundesliga right there. Um, oh, sad, man. So, Bundesliga came back this weekend. Uh, Gio Reyna for the Borussia Dortmund is supposed to start against um, um, Schalke 0-4. And he got hurt during warm-ups, dude. 17-year-old. The future of the United States from that national team got hurt. Um, got a feel from, I don't know what happened. Like I did, I just saw it and I was kind of, I don't know, man, it sucks for him, but, um, they did win four zero. Um, Ilan Hazard, Helland is back to just scoring, but he's just scoring through the guy can stop scoring. Um, scored a lot in last year, <laughs> a lot. What if he has a girlfriend? I wonder if he's scoring there. Might have to gutter everyone. Just kidding. Um, Borussia Dortmund, let me see here. It scores. Um, one four zero. Uh, what is this? Oh, there's a Rod. I didn't realize there was a Rodman thirty for thirty. I gotta go check that out. There was. Yeah, I remember. Um, Saturday, four zero. Borussia Dortmund, Schalke zero. Um, Osberg, Wolfsburg one two one. Um, by the way, in that Schalke, Weston McKinney is another American. You got to take a look at. I totally forgot he plays for Schalke. It didn't drop my mind. Drop my mind for you. Listen to the last podcast. That's what I was talking about. Americans in the German league. So a lot of them come through there. So that's a big. It's a hotbed for a lot of Americans um, to play at. Usually, they, you know, they do get in him unless Bundesliga will be the first team to pick and take him. So, um, Wolfsburg, Osberg, two one zero zero. 
uh, Dusseldorf versus Paderborn. Uh, uh, Red Bulls in Freiburg, 1-1. Um, Hoffenheim, Hertha Berlin, 3-0. Hertha Berlin. Um, and then Borussia Mogenglach, 3-1. I watched them, and they scored quick goals, but it's still a little weird without the fans. Um, Bayern Munich won 2-0 against U- uh, Union Berlin. And then uh, UFC, uh, FC Cologne in Mainz, which is Jurgen Klopp's old team, I think, if I'm not mistaken. 2-2 draw. So... Soccer's coming back. I'm very thrilled about that. I want the Premier League to come back. How they're going to do it, I'm not 100% sure because, um, you know, I think at this point, I think, you know, team like Scottish Premier League canceled their season, awarded Celtic the champions. So who knows? I don't know if this is going to be like a month-long thing where they crank them all out, get them on like a World Cup style. I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're voting on, on it, on it, even playing, to be honest with you. Um We'll see. We will see. Um, yeah, London, UK being one of those where even what's his name? Bjorn Bjorn. I can't remember like the Prime Minister or the whatever his name is name. Caught the weird dude, the McNulty looking dude, caught their uh, their leader. Whatever he is, Prime Minister, I don't know what he is, but got got uh tested positive for COVID nineteen. I think he's healed up. That was like last month, so I think he's okay. Um but yeah, that's it. Um, kind of sad news. I mean, kind of, kind of very sad news. And I don't want, I want to talk about this before I get off. Um, just pay a little bit of respect. So it seems like a lot of people have paid respects to this man. And Shad Gaspar, um, passed away this, or like a few days ago. Um, he was swimming with his son and, uh, and, uh, he got taken. The current took him, um, took him and his son and, um, rescuers were able to save his son. Um, but he got taken under and they never saw him again. And they, and they, so yesterday they called off the search to find his body. Then they called it back on, I think last night and they found it. I think this morning, I can't remember what it is, but they did find the body confirmed. It was him. Um, it's sad, man. It's just sad because you know, I didn't realize how much he is still loved in the wrestling community. Um, I know he does a lot with these smaller wrestling, like Instagram pages, just, you know, podcasts, stuff like that. And, um, a lot of wrestlers respected that man. Um, you know, still kept in contact with him and still said, you know, he was doing, I think he was doing movies is what he was doing. Um, still doing a lot of other things. So he's still trying to stay relevant. You know, is Shad, Shad JTG, I think his name, the name where I got to double check the crime time. You guys go look up crime time, WWE network in general. You'll see him. He's a tall dude. Um, did a lot of spots with Vince McMahon. Got to get that money, money. Yeah, yeah, get my, I would never forget that one. And then, you know, the reason why I wanted to, you know, just kind of put this out there, honor him a little bit. Um, you don't forget those those shitty, you don't forget, you know, those type of gimmicks. People that made you laugh, and it looks like he made people feel good. Um, so he deserves respect, he deserves respect. I mean, when people like, you know, you know, Bobby Lashley out there, Ray Mysterio, who's the one, you know, coming out there saying, you know, paying their respects, um, a lot of people, Eve Torres, um, got so many people just, just paying their respects to this man. And, and it just seemed like he, Dave Batista lived, lives like, it seems like he lived his life. Um, is what it is, man. That's life. Life is fucked up, but if you learn anything, you got to be able to, you know, live your life. Cause the post he posted was, you know, you never know when your life is taken. I could die tomorrow. 
got to live your life and that's what you got to do especially in a, in a pandemic like this you know live your life as best as you can yeah we're in a, we're caught in a shitty time but we'll get through this um just like everyone so that's it man just wanted to report all that let you guys know um but live your life lebron james is not the goat michael jordan is the goat ufc is coming back we're slowly getting back to normal and um just keep your eye out if you guys need anything holler at me sports plus life uh twitter Twitter, Instagram, M-R-A-K-A-C-L, Twitter, Instagram. And then also find me on Twitch on Twitter, Instagram as well. Um, so Sportsbook's Life on YouTube. And that's it. Find me, man. Come say what's up. Episode 47. See you guys episode 48. And stay up. Late. It's fucking light.